Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. You don't see the professor. You see an elf and a tiefling. Oh, okay. You said wood elf, right? Yes. Wood elf and a tiefling. Yeah, who just took evasive men actions. Fuck off. <laughs> Hey, this is Kent, your Dungeon Master. Guess what? We just published our very own Traveler's Journal. It's the perfect book for any type of game you have, whether it's a tabletop role-playing game, a live-action role-playing game, or even just general use for taking notes, keeping track of stuff, writing down your thoughts. It's the perfect little booklet to have. It's cost-efficient, and it's available on Amazon right now. Go to Amazon, search the LARP channel, and get yours today. Now we're recording. Okay. <coughs> so you guys are in two separate spots. I'm going to start with uh, Millie, and then I'm going to come back over to you guys. All right? Okay. <coughs> so when Millie cast the plane shift spell... And everybody was about to take off. Something happened. And you realize you were hit by some form of anti-magic, like a beam mm. that hit. Okay. Um, you lost sight of Anton and the professor. Oh, and no. then everything went black. This is unfortunate. Um, you, fall, you fell unconscious. And then when okay. you come to, you see several people around you. One guy sitting next to you in like white, sort of like rag robes, and you realize you're still out in the middle of the desert. Okay. And he's just kind of looking over, checking on you every once in a while. When he sees you, he goes, Oh, finally, you're awake. You were out for like four days. Ugh, what a waste of a spell slot. Where, what, what, what happened? Uh, that's what we're trying to figure out. Um, and then, uh, she said she was laying down. Mm-hmm. Okay, she'll sit bolt upright real quick. Um, and then, um, what are their names? I can't remember his names that I was with. The Professor and Anton? The Professor, professor and Anton. Heinrich Blankage. Yeah. Um, she'll sit bolt upright. Where are the Professor? And, and, and the, um, um, the, 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 uh, the, the other one. Um, we only saw you. The anti-magic beam shot off, and then all of a sudden you were laying in the sand. And then she, she like, um, folds her, her hands together and sort of starts fidgeting with her fingers as she mumbles to herself, Oh, this is very bad. What am I? I don't know what to, I don't have to do this about myself. This is not, I mean, I, I'm on my without a spell slot. I don't have, I don't have to do this with a Bible message. And, um. So out of game because you were out for four days. Sure, sure. You've gone through a long rest on this. Okay. Okay. No, that, that's perfect. Um, and then she'll look back up to the, the gentleman who, uh, spoke to her. Um, uh, who, who, uh, <clears throat> uh Millicent Grimald at your service. Um, um, um who, who am I speaking to? Oh, my name's Dernan. I'm part of the Sand Sailors. Oh, yes, wonderful. Um, <clears throat> I'm a bit parched. Uh, do you, what, what, can I, is there a, Would you uh, like some cactus water? Yes, thank you. He hands you a clay bottle with a cork in it. You can hang on to that harvest them constantly. Yeah, she'll take a, a long swig of it and um, 
kind of take that as a distracted moment to kind of gather her thoughts a bit. Uh, and then in a much more calm voice, um, did you say I was out for a four days? Um, four? Four mm. days? Just here on the, the sand? No, we found you shortly after that anti-magic beam came up, but when we came to check on you, it was as if you'd passed out. So I, I splashed some water on you, I tried to wake you up, and it was nothing, so I ended up doing one of the sand skids, and you've just been sticking around with us until I could figure out. Ooh. I wanted to get you to a settlement where we could get you better medical attention, but if you're awake now, I'm hoping that whatever happened is done and over with. Ah, yes, um, <clears throat> well, uh, I, I feel pretty good about myself here. Uh, I would very much like to get back to m uh, my party. We, uh, we did have a, a task that we were working on. Um, we, uh, well, I, here's what I can tell you. When you shot out of the sky and landed, there was another beam of energy, not so much of a beam, but something else fell far, far more to the west. And that's the direction we've been heading in, because I assumed that that was something in relationship to you. And I figured if, if, if you're looking for your party, that might actually be who you're looking for. Oh, uh, that is uh, likely a, a very uh, wise and um, um, fortuitous uh, turn of events. So, uh, yes, it sounds like I will uh, continue along with you in your travels. Okay. Um, I always did want to fly one day, but this was not what I thought in mind. Um, well, we don't fly. We use sand boats. And he points oh, over. no, I meant like the, the flying through the whole air thing. And then... <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, can I ask what you were doing at that weird building thing? Well, like I said, um, my party and I, we had a, a specific task, uh, a quest. Um, one might say that we were in pursuit of, um, and uh, the details are uh, proprietary. Gotcha. Well, whatever it was you did seemed to either work or fail, because after that whole thing shut down, the, the weird force field around that thing had turned off, all sorts of crazy things started popping up out of the sand. There was villages that got attacked, there was settlements that were getting overrun, and supposedly there's someone or a group of people who have been helping the villages since then. Um, it's been be a long part. four days. <laughs> oh, perhaps. But we're headed west, and actually in a short little bit, we were getting ready to pack up and head out again. There's another sandstorm following, so we want to catch the wind as quickly as possible. Yes, no, I'm, I'm along for the okay. ride. All right. All right, so I'm going to pause there with you. Yep. We're going to come back over to you guys as you're riding on this giant dire elk. <laughs> Now, I tried to figure out the numbers. I, yeah, I got a migraine trying to do it. But um, if I recall, you said it, uh, it didn't need food or water. It lasted for 24 hours and it could dash consistently mm -hmm. at 120 feet around. Yeah, so it's a, <clears throat> it's a giant elk and I've got the stat sheet up for that. And then, um, uh, yeah, the creature is friendly to you and your pan and it acts on your turn. It can use a bonus action to command how the creature moves and what action it takes on its next turn or give it general orders such as attack enemies. Uh, in the absence of such orders, the creature acts in a fashion appropriate to its nature. And so with the dire elk, 
yeah, it's got a 60-foot move speed. <laughs> it can use a charge attack or a ram attack or hit with its hooves. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's just this Gigantor elk, and that's saying something because elk are already big. This is a huge creature. Okay, so there's 72,000 seconds in a day, full 24-hour day. Um, divide that by six seconds in a round is 12,000 seconds. And I'm assuming that'd be... It vanishes at the next dawn, so if I use it like late night, it's only around for a few hours. Okay, I thought we said 24 hours. No, it's the next dawn. Whenever, whenever you cast the spell, it's the next day's dawn. It's usually... 6.30, 7 a.m.-ish, depending on the season. Well, even even then, I was going off the 24-hour thing. Um, yeah, so, but I mean, if we're riding it, it can use its full movement, which is 60, plus it can use the dash action, uh, so it's 120 feet every six seconds. Right. Which I think 72,000 seconds in a 24-hour period. Oh jeez. Um, how would I figure out how many rounds that thing could go in a twenty-four-hour period? Though? Uh, well. <laughs> All right, seventy-two thousand yeah, seconds divided by six equals twelve thousand rounds. Okay, that's what I got. Was twelve thousand rounds. Yeah. Okay. Times one hundred and twenty feet, it can go one million four hundred and forty thousand feet in a day. How many is that in miles? Uh, divided by uh, five, two, eight, zero. It can travel two hundred and seventy-two point seven two miles in a day. It's pretty good. And it's large enough that we could sleep on it. Does it need to sleep? Nope. It's not a real animal. <laughs> I mean, it's it's real. It's corporeal and everything, but it's magically created. And but it doesn't sleep. It doesn't eat. Doesn't then, breathe. Nope. So nope. it doesn't get exhausted, so nope. it can this just... This is a whole new version of Ghost Riders in the Sky, just riding all night. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Okay, so it's pretty fantastic. Yeah, we, we can go almost, yeah. almost two and three quarters hundred miles mm -hmm. in a day. Yeah. Ah, that, so that matches out to just about your four days that you guys were traveling <laughs> along with that. Uh... Well, no, because you said that the next dawn. Yeah, the right? next dawn. So maybe half a day. So even half that, you know, that's still 137 miles. Okay. So more of the traveling was probably done by the, the sand sailors rather than you guys on the elk. Um, could do it again. I could. <laughs> so just before your elk is getting ready to disappear after traveling for God knows how long. <laughs> Hundreds of miles, literally. And sand sailors are getting ready to... Um, uh, set sail on the sandstorm again. All three of you can make me uh, perception checks. Which dice do you Right. Okay, okay. It's not, it's not terrible. 17. 17? Okay. 18. 18? 14. 14. That's enough for all of you. So, from the sand sailor's perspective, there's a very small, dark shape way, way off. You can't tell if it's a mirage or an actual thing, but it's right there and it seems to just stay right there. Does does Millicent, does she notice that before the rest of them or does everybody kind of see it all together? You notice it and then a split second later everybody else goes, hey, what's that? Before everyone goes, hey, what's that? Uh, Millie, 
Billy spots it. She puts her hands to her head. Oh, I feel a premonition coming on. It's there. <laughs> Off in the distance. Look. <laughs> Your guys' characters notice the sandstorm heading in the opposite direction of you guys, and you realize if you keep going, eventually you're going to go straight into it. But then also saw, also kind of like her, see tiny little things just on the horizon of the sandstorm. And once again, you can't tell if it's a mirage or if something's there. Can I roll a uh, survival check to tell if it's a mirage or if that's really there? Also, what environment are we in currently? Desert. We're, we're, okay, so we're already in the desert. We're not approaching the edge of a desert. Right, you've been in a desert this whole time. Dang. Okay, hence the sandy mm -hmm. stuff. Dang. Okay, uh, so can can I can I roll a, a survival check to see if I can tell if it's a mirage or not? Instant mirage from that point, you can try. Okay, hey, I've got the natural explorer background, but it's not a favorite terrain of mine. Hey, that is a 19. 19 plus. Dude, to do survival. Oh, I only have a plus three to that. Okay, still, <laughs> it's a 22. 22. All right, so you can't definitively say, yes, that's something out there, but you can't quite definitively say. I can't write it off as, as one or the other. a mirage. So it's definitely not, not <laughs> something. <laughs> Definitely not not there. Yeah. Perfectly not confusing, Dugan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <clears throat> so, like, riding on the back of the elk with my, like, bow notched up in the giant horns of the elk for stability. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm, like, perfectly in sync, like Legolas riding the Oliphant. <laughs> um, yeah. There's something in the distance. I know it's there. Probably. <laughs> Tide is just going to be sitting back. Either way, it looks like we're heading into a storm. Do you think we should stop? Not until we get closer. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, and this is where you two get to make a second perception. No, wait, I'm sorry. Back up. Forget that. Not yet. <sighs> so you guys continue to ride towards the uh, sandstorm then? Yes. Um, about a minute goes by and your elk stops and lays down and all of a sudden and it is gone. Oh, I was afraid of that happening. Shall I draw out another hair? No, there's... <laughs> Still a, a bit to walk to get to the potential thing. Twenty-seven Arcana check. Is there potentially dispel magic happening? Because that thing would have been. Um, or is it because it's the next day? It's because the it's the next breaks. day. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. your Arcana check definitely would have told you that's just that object has finished what it was intended to do. Yeah. Okay. I think. You continue on foot then. No, perhaps not. Um. I can pull another creature out of the bag. There will be no need. Um, and I will cast Phantom Steed. Ooh! <laughs> um, you'll, you'll see Tide, like, open up her book to a page that is 
gone in a ch almost childlike horse. Uh, and she'll like go to pick it up. She'll almost seemingly pick it up from the page, throw it up in the air, and then there's a massive black. What, what's that type of horse? It's like the one with the big, big feet. Clydesdale horse. Yeah. Clydesdale. Okay. Clydesdale. So, what size category are we actually talking about here? Large. <laughs> and what's its speed? A hundred feet, ten miles in an hour, or thirteen miles at a fast pace. It's not quite as fast or so is big this, as a giant tittle. Okay, so is this creature similar to his where it doesn't require food, water, or hair and can just keep going? Yeah. yeah. These are fantastic. Oh my gosh. So, uh, <laughs> okay, I'm assuming you're having it dash. Because we think she's going to have Phantom Chariot. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll go ahead and do it at a faster pace. Okay, so how fast is it going in a round? If I dash, 200 feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what'd you roll for perception? Um, oh, nice. I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm get, getting more, I'm getting more! And I roll a 19. 19? Perception. So the first little black object you see fades away, and then an even smaller little dark object pops up. And once again, you can't tell if it's moving or not. It's changing! <laughs> the future is changing right before our very eyes! Look! Look! Okay. Hold on. <laughs> you had to know I was gonna keep this up. <laughs> I, it's fantastic. No, I didn't because I completely <laughs> forgot. <laughs> okay, so out of out of the four people who are getting ready to mount the uh, sand sailor that you're on, mm -hmm. three of them are just looking at you like, what the hell? And the other one's just like, oh, for crying out loud, just come on! <laughs> and they ready the sails and everything. Um, if you wish to try to help on the sail, you can. Um, it'd be perception check to either navigate, or it would be athletics or acrobatics to try to help nope. maneuver or anything. Nope, I'm this big. <laughs> um, so, uh, she, she will uh, at least attempt to help potentially navigate. So she'll uh, clamor up to whoever is, you know, at the the position of being having the most sight and um, perhaps stand next to you or in front of them. Um, she she's proud enough not to stand on shoulders or okay. anything like that. So she'll she'll try to find the highest point where her little body can maneuver. Well, so what they do is they all lay down except for the guy who's steering. Okay. He has hold of the sail and it's with ropes and he's sitting like crisscross okay. applesauce at the back and he's like turning the ropes to turn the sails. Everybody else is laying down on their stomachs and hanging onto ropes that are tied down into the boards. Okay. And they tell you, if you're going to help navigate, right up here in the middle with us, and just grab hold of this rope right here. That way you don't go flying off from the speed. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now she'll, she'll head to the front. Uh, I'm imagining that she's probably not going to be able to get a decent grip on the rope itself if it's standard size. Mm -hmm. um, in which case... Um, She'll, uh, she'll kind of come and like sit in front of someone. Like if they're laying on their stomach, like she'll find either a crook of an elbow or maybe like the crook between like the neck and the shoulder, just kind of anchor herself there. So at the least, if she goes flying back, she has okay. kind of something behind her. So this is where we're going to go into a skill challenge, even though it's going to be two separate skills things. You two with the horse, the the horse, and you on the uh, 
skid sailor. Just like any other time we've done a skill challenge where it's a pass or fail. If you pass, everything's fine. If you fail, there's the potential for something bad to happen, in which case you have to try to help do something else. Um, because it's just the two of you and you guys have full control of the steed you're riding on, you can do these at advantage. Because you have at least four other sailors on the skid with you, mm -hmm. you get to roll yours at advantage. Okay. So I, I want to be clear, although we would be doing, he's not just riding behind Tide. He is standing on the back of the horse with his bow drawn. So he's horse surfing? Yes. <laughs> so if you, if you need like a handle animal check for that or a, a acrobatics check, I'm more than happy to make it. But if that affects whether or not I'm at advantage, that's fair. But that's exactly what Alo um, would be doing. So, okay, originally I was going to say survival checks. If you want to do an acrobatics check instead... Not something I have proficiency in, but uh, yeah, I'll still do it. Okay. And if you two want to see if you can figure out a different skill check for something rather than the ones I gave you, mm. you're more than welcome to. Okay. I'm open to ideas. I'll try to do that. So do you know the road trick spell? Because then you can. <laughs> I do an arcana check. <laughs> I do not have the road trick spell. <laughs> um, Justify to me. Uh, I do this. You do make note that the guy who was looking over you isn't on the same skid as you are. Okay. Um, but just before you guys took off, you saw him setting, uh, laying down on one of the skids, and he was kind of working on something while he was hanging onto the rope. So he's got like one arm lashed to it, so the hand is free, mm -hmm. and then the other arm is lashed, and he's just kind of leaning in like this, looking up, working on something, looking up, sort of thing. Okay. So he's got his attention split. Okay. Um, all right. So we're gonna go four rounds. Um, if everybody passes, we're good. If how did I do this? Um, four rounds. We want six success. Six success. Successes. Successes. Thank you. Before three failures. Before three failures. Yes. Okay. So first round. They said survival. Uh, survival. If you can't come up with a different skill. Thank goodness for advantage. Advantage. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, 24. 24, you're good. 21. You're good. Oh, I didn't realize you wanted me to roll one. And I'm rolling perception, correct? Perception or survival. Yeah, nope. Um, <laughs> that's going to be a dirty 20. Dirty 20, okay. So you guys are good for the first round. Huzzah. Uh, round. We're closing round. in. I can almost Two. make out what they are. Or if they're real. Twenty-two. You're good. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. That's a fail. Uh oh. Because I got an eleven. Okay. So <laughs> that quickly. How <laughs> the ties over. Uh, okay. So we're already at two fails. Blew it out of the water first round. Bumped it on the second. Round three. Blew it out of the water first round. Shot it out of the air. Second. Oh, seems so much better. Three successes in the first round success in the second round. What'd you get? Uh, 22. 22. That is a success. What'd you get? 26. 26. Good grief. Uh, one, two, three, four. Moment five. of truth. So that's six. I just want to see. What'd 22. you get? 22. All right. So you guys flying colors. And as you guys have gotten closer, you realize that the objects you were seeing are in fact real, but you're still too far off. Think uh, about 
let's say 400 yards apart from each other. You guys can make out what looks like pairs of canoes that have been boarded together to make a platform and some sort of sail. Like a which, catamaran. Is that what that boat's called? Yeah. Okay, yeah. But they're sailing on the sand. You see a large, what color horse did you say? Black. Large black steed with two individuals sitting on it. Well, one individual sitting on it. One standing up and surfing on it. <laughs> you see two individuals on the steed. Okay. <laughs> so I'm either super tall or I'm standing on it. You can't quite tell. Oh, well, that's something you don't see every day. Uh, so at this point, what do you guys choose to do? Um, Tide's going to actually stop. Stop the steed? Yeah. Okay. And we'll stay on top, but she'll wait until they get closer. Is that an abrupt stop or where he's supposed to stop? <laughs> She'll like. I need to know pull. if I need to roll. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, not a Valid hard point. like stop immediately, but it's enough where it would be a. If you don't see it coming, it'd be a surprise. So, yes, acrobatics, Jeff. Yep. <laughs> I wouldn't have seen it coming. <laughs> okay, okay, not bad. Uh, it's a 19. Okay, so you have the choice to either like drop down to hang onto the horse or do some sort of phenomenal jump off of the horse to avoid smacking yeah so it, it it starts going and i know that i'm going forward regardless so i just kind of like front flip over and land on my feet the horse down on the ground like, yeah, yeah. Or yeah over front of the horse so kind of like a legolas as he's coming down the trunk of the giant elephant. yeah yeah <laughs> there you for those who watch wwe like ricochet jumping over the top rope towards the enemy that's on the outside and just landing on his feet balling up like i meant to do that oh gosh <laughs> um Simultaneously, you notice that they've stopped and the boats start to sway off to one side slightly. Okay. But then do like kind of like a drift sort of pattern, like what Tokyo Drift the movie <laughs> does. And the boats sort of come to a stop and you guys are now about 100 yards apart from each other. I, I just decided in my head that these boats are called Catamara Sands. <laughs> I think the DM needs to roll a d4 of psychic damage. Oh. Gosh. <laughs> if I end up constantly having to do that, you might not have a DM anymore. He's so proud of himself. <laughs> I pull him off too. I mean, what was it? The, the acid eyes? And I, what I say? New definition of a meth head? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Are we close enough that I would recognize uh, the professor? Or You don't see the professor. You see an elf and a tiefling. Oh, okay. You said wood elf, right? Yes. What elf and a tiefling? Yeah, who just took evasion and actions. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did though. I took evasion and actions. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Never gonna die. <laughs> Joe may not die, but you. I have a backup level 18 character. I have it the is, professor. It is now the player's responsibility oh, to make that joke at least once a game. I never said the professor survived. <laughs> That's fair. Um, if Millie doesn't recognize anybody over there, uh, she'll she'll kind of wait and see what uh, her current um, traveling companions do. Okay. <coughs> um, she doesn't currently have any reason to engage with them or really not much information to go on as far as like <laughs> where her comrades are, what they're after, kind of a thing. She's right. sort of playing like she knows she's confident, so but she's, she's your not. boat was one of the three lead boats. Okay. Um, one of the guys that wasn't steering the boat 
gets up off of your guys' boat, one gets up off another boat, and one gets up off the third boat. And um, they all have quarter staffs, and they're just kind of walking towards you guys. Do you choose to join them? Uh, no, I'll stay. I'll stay on one of the boats just in case. Because she doesn't. She's not really sure what's going on. Um, and just in case we have to make a in case they're a threat, and we have to make a quick getaway. She's going to stay on the um, on the boat. Okay. So they approach about sixty feet and stop. The one that's in front of everybody else holds his quarterstaff up and sets it down on the sand. Okay. So I'm not going to draw my thumb. <laughs> I wasn't sure how you were going to take that, but normally if somebody sets a weapon down, that means they're trying to be peaceful. <laughs> Ty, do you recognize these people? Do you recognize their garb or anything about them? So just to de define this, they're all in like white, sort of pale colored robes. Think like the sand people. From I was about to say, like Tuscan Raiders? From kind of, except instead of having the weird face... Thing. Thing. They just have a hood with a mask and basic goggles. Okay. And if they're not on the ships, they'll pull the goggles up. Um, I'm not to push the, not to put the history lore on you to decide, to, to decide, but. Uh, that's a 29 history. Whole history. You have heard in the past of groups of settlements who don't actually stay in one place their settlements are migrating settlements and something about people who have uh, either become have somehow ridden on the sand themselves so you get the idea that these might be the people you heard about the tide is still up on her horse and it's like shifting around The sand sailors are real. Yes, it appears so. Are they hostile? Do I need to draw my bow? Well, no, they've offered a show motion to the staff on the ground. They appear and show, like, dismount entirely. They appear to be offering peace. So I'll move my bow to my uh, strong hand so that I'm holding it with my strong hand so my draw hand is what's free, which is not the way you. That, that's basically putting your weapon on safe and holding it over your head, you know? Yeah. So, I'll, I'll walk with my bow slightly raised and my okay. hands up. Do you guys approach them? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I've, uh, at least allow you. Yeah. Ty, are you coming? She's slowly coming up behind you. She's okay. apprehensive of the people. So, of the three, the two that didn't lay down their staffs stay where they're at, and the other one leaves his staff on the sand and approaches you guys. He goes, what you running from? Nothing. We're running to. Oh. Really? Looks that sandstorm? Yeah. You know those things are dangerous, right? I, I imagine most storms are. Um, so, we have a, a small... A sailor with us who's not usually part of our settlement. We we found her in the sand uh, several days back. You, you mean when the barricades went down? Yes. And we saw multiple, uh, at least two other beams that went in different directions. One of them came from roughly where your direction was at. We thought maybe it might have been you guys? It wasn't us, but 
There was another. Just kind of came in to the town just as the, the giants attacked. You had four Morian attacks still? We've been having them ever since our barrier went down. Did the barrier at least get put back up? It did. Oh, Thankfully. that's good. Where's this companion at? Perception checks, both of you. clueless on this. You get to looking around and you realize, holy crap, he's been missing for like three days. He, he was on the back of our elk and he... Perhaps he's going to find his friends. He did say he was missing his companions. A small mousekin and a... That's who we have as a mousekin with us. Do, do you have the professor? He's, he's a very surly We only found individual. the mousekin. We didn't find anybody else. That's when he looks back to you and yells, Hi, little one! I think we found some of your friends! And you see the little arm go up in the air. She's... She waves. <laughs> Awkwardly waves back. Um, do I see her? Do I oh, see yeah. Uh, Tide is gonna run up. She's only ever seen, like, pictures of a mouse skin. She's never actually met a mouse skin. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> How tall is Millie? Uh, did I write that down? She's... She like they're inches. Tall. Yeah, like, I think she's only, like, 22 inches tall or something like that. Like, <laughs> hang on, where is that? I'm one that foot 11 and a half, okay? <laughs> yeah. So... I don't remember where that... Where that info was. Tide yeah, is she's, five seven. She's so this nine. tall, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, she's, she's a large tight. stuffed animal. That's what she is. <laughs> What's Did that stuffed bear? Ted? Ted. Ted. Oh, she's a medium prize at the county fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did not write. I did not write her height down. Oh. Um, but I think like twenty-two inches is yeah. basically it. Tied like full force, boom, into the sand and just like starts staring at Millie, resisting. Every <laughs> Just pinch the cheese. Do you you like come up to her? Like how close do you get to her? Like she's not getting like <coughs> in your face, but like if like looking at me like I'm an animal in the zoo kind of a thing. Like oh look at that cute little puppy in the window, right? And that's that's what you're doing. She's like looking you up and down, like studying you. There's not a whole lot of looking her up. <laughs> that's true. Um, so Millie is specifically a pink-nosed mousekin. So she like she has very that like prominent, super cute. Little like if you give a mouse a cookie-type nose, yeah, like yeah, just... a little, little prominent and like whiskers that like poke out. Um, she is wearing a sort of almost comical, but what we would consider like traditional wizard's hat. Like just a very conical hat. Like the Mickey Mouse hat. The Mickey Mouse like wizard hat. It's got, and it's got you know stars and constellations on it. And she's also wrapped in, she has a, a robe that matches. Very purples and pinks and there's like stars and constellations. And as you look at it, if you stare at it long enough, it almost looks like the constellations shift, but you're not really sure. And uh, she holds herself up and, and pulls her, her cloak closer around her neck. And she says, Oh, yes, welcome, my darling. I am the soothsayer, Madame Grimwald. What can I do for you today? I shall gaze into the future on your behalf for three gold. She holds out her hand before you. Hi, that's right. Interesting. So you share the same feelings. 
beats as I do then. Oh! To an extent. Do you also commune with the cosmos? <laughs> she sweeps her hand dramatically through, through the sky. <laughs> no, uh, not exactly. I have capabilities to tamper with this cosmos as you speak. But I do not commune with it. Merely control a part of it. Oh, for shame! You are not one touched by the stars, as I am. <laughs> but that is all right. A kindred spirit in you, I see. I am sure we can we can fuse a strong bond between those of us. <laughs> Ty is like gingerly reaching out, and like if you're like holding your hand out, she's like <laughs> pitching your hand. She's like not paying attention to what you say. She is too <laughs> engrossed in like seeing this itty bitty mouse. Um, as you as you reach out to, to touch her, uh, she flinches at you, um, pulls her hand away. Ah, do be careful. The power of the cosmos is too much for mere mortals. You do not want to be overwhelmed. I am trained to control and maintain it. I, I would I would I would be amiss to see you damaged in such a way. Tell me, where do you children hail from? What what are you doing in the desert? Well, I stumbled upon your village and stayed for a time before the attacks happened. To his great assistance, the Fomorians came. Currently, I'm looking for a way to a different location that I cannot access on my own. The elf who is with us, who is constantly clad in all armor, had a knack for gore. Um, we were going to help him try to unite with the people who he was with before he came to my village quite by accident. He was a little less eccentric than you. A lot less eccentric than you. <laughs> Ah, well, <coughs> perhaps, perhaps Madame Grimwald can help you in your, your task. And, um, she's going to take out, um, it's, it's a, it's a star map is what it is. Um, let's see. I think it is, I don't even decide it was. Um, it's like this little... It would be the size of like a bouncing ball for like a normal sized human, but it fits well in her hand, right? So it's a lot smaller. So it's maybe like more of a marble for you guys. Um, and she takes it kind of out of her bag and it twinkles with like a thousand stars inside of it. Um, and if you were to get a good a glimpse at it, you would realize it's a star chart just in like a- Condensed yeah, micro form. Condensed micro form. And she takes it out and she holds it like she holds it out very dramatically in front of her and puts her other hand on top of it. She says, I, I shall tune in to the cosmos and we will see where the stars lead us. Come, focus, focus your energies now. Ah, <laughs> she makes a very big show of, uh, of tuning into her star map. Um, Aloe is side-eye glancing all the dudes <laughs> from the ship. Like, is this chick for uh, real? Okay, and then, Let's see, I roll a positive. Um, uh, yes, 
Yes, now, which of you, which of you is going to seek into the furthest points of your, of your thoughts and your knowledge? Um, basically, uh, I can offer you a d6 to, uh, an ability check to remember or to guide or, um, whatever it is so that you might want to roll. A d6 to an ability score proof. Um, so it would be, it's to either an attack roll, saving throw, or an ability check, but she's offering it to you as an ability check in this moment, um, to, to help, help you gather from the cosmos the information you most need. So in, any type of skill check, though. Yeah, pretty much. And so she, she's, she's, you know, standing there doing her thing. Ah, uh, which of, which of you will reach out to the cosmos for guidance? Will it be you? Will it be you? Who trusts in in the stars more? And she'll just... uh, that's definitely gonna be you. <laughs> uh, I trust in my bow and little else. <laughs> she'll keep uh, yammering on in that manner. And, uh, just unstopping. <laughs> to whatever you take the rub on it. <laughs> I suppose I could try. What? I don't even know what I'm rolling for this. Like, well, what? What? Are we missing information at this point? I out of character? So. Like, I think so. Like, out so, of character. What? What? What's our end goal right now? Um, Finding the rest of the party members. I'm assuming. What? Well, we originally the end goal was to get back to the Adventurers Guild and talk to Cedril. Yeah. Then you realized, there's been a lot of happening. Yeah. And then you realized you'd lost Anton. So now your role has sort of shifted to recovery. Recovery. That being said, you could still choose to go to Cedril. You could. <laughs> Leave Anton um, to his own devices. But you know you've lost Anton. Just kidding, Cody. Three... Love you. <laughs> <laughs> you've lost him for nearly three days. Um, so out of game real quick. That was actually Cody's idea that he somehow fell off the elk somewhere. While we were sleeping and just didn't <laughs> just, notice. I just forgot. Oh yeah, we're just having another party member with us. I, I, I saw him the other day and I was like, I'm trying to figure out like how to pull you out without pulling you out. And he goes, just say I fell off the elk. <laughs> he didn't yeah, I mean, sleep, he rolled over. Whoops. Halawi uh, would have been dead focused on <coughs> having his boat set up and racked into the rack of the elk. Mm-hmm. And sleep Side. cycles and yeah. Yeah. keeping an eye out for other stuff. No one's focusing on what's going on behind him. Um, your ring has also calmed down immensely Yeah. since yeah. since that whole little thing happened. Yeah. <laughs> so out of character, since I wasn't in the last session, right, Millie is kind of out of the loop on this. Right. So uh, this is her, her way of helping uh, right. perhaps move us forward, but since she doesn't have any information to roll an insight check or a history check or anything else. Um, yeah, putting it I'll offer you that, that D6. Roll a history check? Uh, I don't know. Survival check to find out where he need? fell off, I Yeah, think. maybe. Is that yeah. what we want to look for? I'm going to let you dictate. It's a D6. Survival? No pressure. Survival? Um, 30. 30. So, despite <laughs> yeah, the fact that... that <laughs> despite the fact that... It is a little windy, sands are shifting, you can still kind of see the tracks from the steed, and if you look back far enough, you can kind of see the tracks from where the elk was at. I mean, it was a huge sized creature, it was yeah. leaving deep footprints. Yeah. But I mean, even then, right, it's, it's comes blowing up, over, it yeah. Blows over. So you can kind of backtrack and follow backwards to figure out where in the world Anton was at. 
at that point, one of the uh, sand sailors sets up and goes, well, if you guys want, there's what used to be a settlement back that I know it takes you guys in the opposite direction where you were headed, but you're welcome to join us. Uh, each of you could take hold on one of the uh, sand ships, same as she did, and we can backtrack back the way you guys came to follow the tracks. Nothing against your steed, but these things go almost 240 feet at a time. Ah, oh, the yeah. heavens have blessed us with their guidance yet again. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> if you should need me to tune into the stars yet again, all you must do is look to me before you take your action, and I will let the stars give you guidance, a.k.a. you have to let me know and I can give you a d6 to an attack roll, ability score, or a skill check before you make it. And then she will put her her uh, star map back in her bag and then sort of fold her hands primly in front of you and turn to the guy who was talking. Okay. Right. Uh, Ty won't come and, like, yell down. She'll, like, be thinking for a second. I do not believe mine is as, as strong as yours, but um, she'll put her uh, like two fingers. She, you'll know she's wearing like a gold necklace with a single red stone in the center. And she'll like tap it and then put her fingers on your head and um, Aloise. Perhaps this is something similar. And for the next ten minutes, um, you can add a D4 to anything: attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. It's not the same as yours, I'm sure, but I feel it has similar properties. And you'll see, like, the stone almost, like, pulse uh, continuously for the next ten minutes. Yes. So to be clear, sailors, or uh, do you call yourselves sailors? Uh, yes, yes we do. So you're willing to sail directly opposite of whence we came in order to track down the elf that was with us out of the kindness of your hearts. That and if he is with her, he must have been one of the individuals who helped take down the barricade. And I personally know that that facility back there was a nasty monstrosity because the things that were around it, I don't know what they are or what they're called, but they are deadly. Yeah, that's something to kind of consider to be a, 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 a task worth doing. <laughs> I can't argue that. Very well. And you willing. said he helped you guys, right? He did. He, he helped take down a Clearly number of Clearly this Memorials. is somebody of importance. So yeah, if anything, yes, it would absolutely be I don't know in about our best it. interest to try to help. I'm not sure about importance, but of intimidating stature, he sure was. The largest elf I've ever seen. Well, okay. I don't so know who he is, but terrifying to behold. He doesn't show his face. It's always clad in a helmet. He really likes gore. Really? And this was a good person? Strangely enough, yes. Now I'm kind of scared to go help. <laughs> I, I'm sure he's fine. Okay. But he was very adamant that we go to Greyhaven, find a magician or someone with a guild... Cylindrial, cylindrical, cedric, adventure skill. Well, I'm sure he probably wanted to be part of that, though, too, didn't he? Probably. So it's best that we find him. I'm 
unfortunately, a giant elk can run very fast and very smooth, so we didn't notice him fall off the back. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, because you guys know where you were coming from better than we do, if each of you wants to take uh, take stand on one of the three lead ships, that way we can help navigate. Yeah, we've got the tracks that we can follow, but you guys know the direction better than we do. Um, and the three lead ships kind of... Uh, take charge and guiding everybody else so it would work out best. About that time you see one of the other nomads from the back ship come running up just huffing it. And he's like There's a... <coughs> Just speak drones! Drone? Like a bee? That sounds bad. No, uh, mechanical creatures. Hurry up, on the boats! What? Constructs, what? Okay. If you guys want to try to make a perception check. I mean, you're four. giving us the option. Yeah, <laughs> uh, one of you can have a D6. Oh, 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 oh. I don't oh. need it. But, I mean, if you want to give it to me. Except perception? Yes. I, I don't need the D6. But I. I over the table. <laughs> I do not need it. <laughs> what do you have to do with the uh, Plus nine. Oh, I think I need that. <laughs> that ability is called Wheel or Woe. Um, it's something I do at the start of every day, and like so today I rolled even, so I can just I can bestow a positive result. If I wear if I roll odd, it's Woe, and then I can bestow a negative result on any mm. creature I can see within thirty feet. Nice. Means I can affect enemies as well. Cool. So you, what'd you roll? Uh, uh, let's see, 23, 27? 27. 27. 25. 25. I rolled a 6. Cold. You don't see anything? <laughs> nope. You two see <laughs> these weird shaped green brass sort of colored things crawling on four legs and moving extremely fast as they have two cannon like deals on top of them. Time to go. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I put my bow in my other hand and prepare to draw. Okay. As uh, I run. <laughs> so the guy who originally the walked boat. up and picked up his staff again, the one that laid it down originally, has you follow him. One of the other two has you follow them, and the third one is running with you as you guys take two of the ships again. Oh, I never left the ship, so I should still be on it. Oh! I thought you walked out. Okay. No, because she came to me yeah. in, in like... Yeah. She walked outside of the discussion group. Gotcha. Okay. Painting the picture. I'm 22 inches tall. I did not want to walk in the sand. So you guys... <laughs> You'd be half covered, literally. So it's you guys approach... difficult terrain. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. How do you double difficult terrain? Every every one <laughs> foot counts as 15 or 20 feet? Pretty much. Like, I take one step. I'm done. <laughs> foot sinks halfway down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, just crawl. It's easier to crawl. <laughs> I mean, I, I can fly, but I don't want to waste that right now. All right. So the ships all set sail again and start to head back tracking. Um, they have you guys laying down similar to how you were. Same thing. But given that you guys aren't tiny, they're just, you're laying there. There's a rope that's into the into the boards. So it's, it's two beams that look like miniature thinned out canoes. Mm -hmm. Boards okay. that come across this way, and then the ropes are mm. tied down so it's a knot on the underbody and then you can yeah. take hold of the rope. Okay, oh yeah. And then just like an actual uh, sailing ship where yeah. the sail's just going, 
The other guy, like I said, sitting crisscross applesauce at the back with a rope, just kind of guiding it. And you feel the shifting every now and then, and you guys begin to backtrack. Um, so this is going to come down to, once again, uh, this time it is actually survival or perception to either navigate or recall the direction you were going or in. Or being pursued by the drones. While being pursued by the drones. The D4 lasts for 10 minutes, so... How close are the sailing, or the sand ships? To each, to each other. To each other. They keep within 20 feet of each other. Perfect. Okay. That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> to each other. As long as you're within 30 feet of each other. And given that you guys are all on boats with at least three to four other people, you'll have advantage on these again. Okay. Same thing. Four rounds, six successes before we get three failures. How close together are the drones? Are they like side by side? Uh, there's a ten foot difference between them. <laughs> That's all that right. being said, they're like 300 yards back. That's all right. Uh, Ford. Guess who has a sharpshooter feet, which means he doesn't have disadvantage for shooting at max distance. Is that what you're wanting to do, is attack them? I have a thing I want to do, and it's going to require extra rolls than the attack. I'm I can die. Okay, I will I'll tell you what. If you want to... Um, to uh, replace your skill check with an attack roll. Sweet. But if you miss, it's the same as failing the skill check. Yeah, I got you. Okay? I got you. Thank you for applies to an attack roll. I'm going to miss. Not one. I'm going to miss. I'm going to laugh. You roll one. I'm not going to miss. I'm not going to miss. You're going to roll one and I am going to laugh. So we get a D4, you said? Okay. And it's for 10 minutes. It's not going to happen. I have a plus 16 to hit. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so what, what, are we, what are we doing? <laughs> survival. So it's either survival or perception. Uh, you, um, sorry, what's your character's name? Tide. Exchange. Tide. That's the word I was looking for. Exchange out. Tide, like, tide of, tides of the sea? No. no. Like yeah. tide pods. Tide pods. <laughs> yeah. um, tide, will, tide will hear Millie's voice. And I'll use a bonus action to give you the plus 6 to your, to your ball. So I want to strap one of my legs, like put it under the hoop of the rope, mm -hmm. twist it around so I can secure one leg so I can stand and have a better shot. Okay. Do you like, like a survival um, for rope handling or something? Because that's that's not a skill in 5e. What? Okay, <laughs> you wouldn't need the survival. Um, Slide a hand or something. Well, at some point you'll need to make uh, acrobatics, acrobatics checks to maintain your balance because these things are moving exceedingly fast. Cool. Okay. <laughs> and whatever you want me to make. Uh, here's the other thing I will know. say. Eventually, these things will get outside of range of those things. Even at your max distance, you won't be able to shoot at them because they're moving a lot slower than the, sh the yep. sand ships are. Max distance is 600 feet, by the way. So, probably two rounds. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got two rounds of this. These things move extremely slow, okay? <laughs> I mean, you said they're moving fast. <coughs> I guess compared to the Catamara Sands, it's, uh, it's not so fast. <laughs> Why was that guy so scared of them? Because they're nasty and deadly and <laughs> right. don't want to fuck around with them. So you let me know when I have to do an acrobatics trick. Okay. Um, so here's what I'm going to do. Originally, I said I was going to have you exchange your skill check for an attack roll. Um, if you miss as a fail to the skill challenge, that's when you'll have to make the acrobatics check. 
Okay. Otherwise, you run the risk of falling off the ship. <laughs> um, all right, so first round, skill checks. 33. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a 17 with advantage, plus 7 with my survival, plus the 6 that she gave me, and plus 3 for the d4 I gave myself. <laughs> oh, snap. Okay. You, you did, it wasn't a plus 6, you rolled a d6, right? Yep. Okay, yeah. You rolled a max 6. Yep. That's fantastic. What'd you get? I got a 13 for Oh, jeez. So we have one success and one fail. Yeah, 29 to hit. 29 How, to hit. Do I only get the D6 once? That's a bonus action for me, so okay. I have to assign it each time. Okay. Um, okay, so... As long as we stay within... But I can do that all day. So as long as we stay within... Um, well, no, I think I have a... So from where you're looking, times. you see two drones left or right which one are you shooting at right okay Ooh. i'm gonna use my uh feet which lets me re-roll one of my damage die thank you piercer feet <laughs> <clears throat> you have to take the second roll uh well i have another feature as well <laughs> so <laughs> give me a second on that um oh boy yeah yeah so um Okay, Elven Accuracy. Uh, whenever you have advantage on attack roll, one of those money you can re-roll. Okay, nope, I didn't have advantage on that attack, so dang, Piercer's the only one I gotta do that. Poop. Okay, well, that sucks. Uh, one point piercing, six point... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Nope, I'm adding to that. Uh, four points piercing, six points force damage. Is that considered a magical attack? It is. Okay. Is All magical. Piercing and force? Yes. So how much in total? Uh... 10. No, I'm sorry. It's an 8. Okay, fuck. Whew, I forgot what my modifier was. Level 18. It's a plus 8 damage, so it's 8 points piercing, 6 points force for a total of 14 points. Are you sure this time? No, nope, it's 15. Oh my god. <laughs> I rolled a 1, it's plus 8, that's 9. Piercing damage, plus 6 force. It's it's 15 points total. Are you sure this time? 100%. Okay. Third time's a try. <laughs> but I get to make 2 attacks per round. Yes, come on. Sweet. Um, okay, so that's a 27 to hit. Yep. Ooh, much better. Uh, 18 points total uh, with 13 points piercing, 5 points force. Okay. Math here. We've been playing for how long, and you just now decided to tell me this? <laughs> well, I can do kind of speedy, man. She has to work. She works in the kitchen. She's got to yeah. So start doing it divide here. and measure things all the time. I have almost three um, box lunches. And I'm going to use a my bonus action to vanish as a class feature. Uh, so uh, I can now use the hide action as a bonus action. So I'm going to do a stealth check real quick. Those are an advantage. Oh, yes. I thought that was going to roll. It's a 29 stealth. I blend in with the sand, I guess. <laughs> Stick your head in the sand. I need no cover to do this, by the way. Oh, I, I get that. I'm just wondering why do you need this? Because it gives me advantage on my next attack roll, which lets me do special things. 
And so you're not doing it to try, actually try to hide. You're doing it for statistical benefits. No, I'm also, I mean, I just shot a thing while I was in a sandstorm. And <laughs> don't want it to shoot me back. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to, like, line myself up behind the rigging of the sail and be perfectly still. Yeah, it's like the road, gonna, but it's like, whoo, I'm going to I'm going to stay pew, pew, so perfectly hide. still that I become invisible to the human eye. <laughs> well, that's perception check for them, correct? Best of luck. <laughs> What'd you say you rolled? 29. It's not impossible. But it's hard. Yeah, no, they don't. Yeah. They don't see you. Cool. They just know that the large group of ships fired something at them. Good. <laughs> All right, open fire. You have officially put the entire settlement at risk. I wanted them to know. So, does that mean we're allowed to do other things besides the kill test in this moment? I would. Yeah, I don't have I mean, anything I think... that can reach. I don't have anything that can reach. Didn't mean to derail everything. Sorry. Ooh, well, that, and that's I like you know if if we are stuck in a skills skills test, you know that's fine. But I mean, Millie would take other actions if we were able to be creative. Yeah. What do you want to do? Well, I'd want to cast a spell if they're within range. But how how far away are they from us? They, they are started right. off at three hundred feet. So they're further than 300 feet. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, they're they're a little bit outside my range, so never mind. That was the only reason why I was letting him do that, is because he could shoot up to 600 feet away with the bow and arrow. Well, I got I got some serious range on my spells, but not quite 300 feet. Okay. So that's why that's why I was asking. But you also know that you guys are making much better time than they are. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're, you know, they're just getting farther. And farther if we were close this. enough, I was going to try to reverse gravity and, poof, but. <laughs> We're out of rage for that, so. <laughs> I'm just trying to discourage them from pursuing this. That's fair. That's fair. So you shot them? Yeah, you're a hard target. I mean, think about it. If you, somebody were stalking someone to mug them and then they turned around and, like, randomly shot somebody, they're probably not going to get mugged anymore. Under normal circumstances, yes. Yeah. When is D&D ever a normal circumstance? <laughs> never. 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 Literally never. I mean, literally, we're like 15 minutes into gameplay and I have my foot tied around a rope and I'm shooting drones from the back of a catamaran sand. Yeah. <laughs> this is already off the rails. <laughs> All right, next round. So many dice. Ugh. Sweet. Do I still have that D6? No. What'd you get? Uh, 16. 16. That is a success. 26. Yep. 38. Is that a skill or an attack? That's an attack roll. Okay. That's going to hit. <laughs> I would hope so. Um, I think skills for, are not my strong suit. Uh, let's see. That's nine. Um, 14 points of damage. Same one as before? Yes. Second attack roll. Hey, that's way better. Uh, 13, 16 points of damage.
quite tell if they're in range anymore. Bonus action hide. For a 25. You can have a d4. Oh, yeah. 28. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> you are hidden. Um, for these last two rounds, it will have to be a skill check because you are outside. Of outside range. Yep. Yep. And, and as a trained bowman, I would know what my range is. Okay. If you guys succeed on this round, that means you have one free round, which means you guys can make preparations when you stop prior to these things approaching. Okay? Skills are perception or survival? Yes. Sweet. With a d4. Uh, okay, okay. I think that's a success. What'd you get? 24. 24, that's a success. 17. 17, that's a success. 16. 16, yes. Yay! Right, so this is my lowest roll possible. I <laughs> have a 4, so, 6. I'm like, oh. You guys have more than capable. You've been backtracking and backtracking. Um, and you come up into... Where do you guys have miniatures? We had them somewhere. I, what ones did you have? I, I had, a, I I had, a had the archer. Somebody, and I don't remember. Oh, he I has the mouse. Oh, you have the mouse. Okay. I do. What did you have? Were you just using a dice? I think I was. I remember I was using What's your dice? race? Oh. She's a T4. I might have something you can use. You don't have to. And you were playing a ranger. I think you had my tall bowman person. There it is. This was the one you were using. Yes. And here's my actual, like, wizard cap, long yep. roby drain mousekin. Yep. I also have a female elf ranger, too. Okay, so the corner closest to Dugan is actually where you guys come in from. And that's where the ground gets less sand, more stone as well. Yeah, okay. What class are you? Uh, wizard. Wizard. Me, we can use her. She's not yeah. necessarily a T-Fan, but that'll yeah. work. Something. You're a wizard, but Millie looks more like a wizard. <laughs> I have a beheaded wizard. Mm -hmm. Let me take a look over here real quick. It's a very big base. Ooh, hold on. That might be a drow. I had to have a sword. Then I run. Tiefling, right? Yeah. And you have wings, correct? Correct. Perfect one for you. It's red skinned instead of purple, but. Oh, look, this one's like from Warhammer. Well, that that could be Tarks with That'll work. That'll work. Alright. That's better than many of the options I have for <laughs> But I have options. Alright, so the settlers look at the three of you and the guy comes up and goes, Okay, this is something I'm not proud to say, but um, we're farmers. We're not fighters. We don't engage with these things very often. We try to stay one step ahead of them because we're like three times faster than they are. Um, do you guys feel comfortable trying to take these things on? Because they're, they're approaching and my responsibility is to keep my settlements safe. I mean, I almost killed one already. I have no qualms. Okay. The heavens will guide us. Okay. Or, or I'll um, just shoot them. So... Before you guys go, do you do much with magic, or is that more you guys? I have some 
ties to the more primordial forces of the world. Okay, but do you use them primarily for contact? Not necessarily. Okay, then you'll forgive me if I don't give one of these two things to you as opposed to them. Sure. <clears throat> and he holds out these, um, one of them's very small, and you can tell that one's for you. Okay. One of them's standard size. It's this weird... It's a weird-looking gauntlet-like thing. It slides over your hand like this and has a jeweled gem right here okay. that looks similar to a dragon scale. He looks at you and goes, if you wear this while you're casting your spells, certain aspects that restrict magic or stop magic, like anti-magic, are ignored. Hmm. So basically, if somebody puts up an anti-magic field and you cast a spell, your spells are going to take off as if that field wasn't there. Okay? I've been working on it for a while. We don't use it, but I knew it would come in handy at some point. I feel like this is the right opportunity, so... This is powerful nature magic. It blends well with the guidance from the cosmos. <laughs> she says she takes it. That's weird. <laughs> Why would farmers need to be working on something like this? This is a pastime hobby from when I was a kid. That is a strange pastime <laughs> I didn't used to live here. I used to live uh, in the wilderness with family. You don't consider this desert wilderness? Not when trees and leaves and vegetation are involved. That's a forest. Yeah. You know what? I'd like to say thank you for your help. I, I have some good berries. It should help stretch out your farming for just a bit. You guys can eat these as you flee from the drones and have to be otherwise engaged. Okay. Uh, sure. Consider nice. it a fucking gift. Okay. We're not leaving. We're just taking refuge in one of the main torn down buildings. You'll have to eat through your stores or your crops. I don't. Okay. Take the gift. I, I am. I am. <laughs> Thank you. And he makes his way off. <clears throat> So the ships are currently stored in this area right here. So I get them tangled very well. Okay. Um, this area right here is where the ships are all stored at, and they make their way past this point. Where the triangles are at in the squares mm -hmm. are considered difficult terrain. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it doesn't exist for me. You say we can prepare? Yes, you have one round to prepare. Okay. Uh, Tide will open up her book, flip to oh, yeah, like the 30th page or whatever, and she'll place her hand on the book as she pulls it up. She's almost pulling another hand out, and I will cast Arcane Hand. Um, wow, okay. You'll see this uh, large uh, spectral hand um, just standing next to her. Okay. Yeah. It has I don't an, have anything to represent yeah. that. <laughs> it has an AC of 20. Do you want to use your little uh, dice? It's a little yeah. bit bigger than that. Yeah, it's a large. Okay. AC of 20. It has my hit point max, which is 148. And I can attack with it. Oh, wow. It's like Mage Hand on steroids. No, wait, it takes up four because it's large. Yeah. Wow, that is haunting. Um, Millie will 
That's more haunting. Don't make it wave. Uh, but you will see that the um, ring finger in it is like there's black smoke swirling around it. Um. <laughs> you not open your case. <laughs> it's the most haunting. I will have nightmares. <laughs> I'd rather have a Fomorian drool on my face. That is so unnerving. But it is of a great use to us. I to strike fear in the hearts of every living thing? The hand kind of like droops. <laughs> oh, don't tell me it feels. Oh. You feel a little tug at the hem of your pants. Excuse, excuse me, excuse me. Yes? Um, uh, which, which one of you, um, uh, which, which one of you in, in, in battle um, is, is, is more um, aggressive? Which one of you hits with things? You know, but more of a barbarian. No one is so barbaric as to be a barbarian. But if you're asking who deals more raw damage, yes, that yes, has yes, much yes. higher body count, it's me by far. <laughs> He's a tank charisma character, he does not. Yeah, care. yeah. <laughs> Tide is like being sad, but she's casting a side eye to Millie. Like... I say this as I take like a side step away from the giant hand. Yes. Billy just kind of shakes her head and takes your word for it, and her hand goes from your the hem of your pant to like your ankle, and this little teeny tiny cold palm touches your ankle um, as she casts foresight on you. Um, it's gonna take her a literal minute, and she like so she like holds on to like she like pinches your skin a little bit, and if you God, if you try to pull away from her today, <laughs> if you try to pull away from her, she'll like grab your your leg hair. Um, as she just sits there, sort of mumbling, "Oh, let the cosmos imbue him with the power of foresight." So you know, um, <laughs> foresight is a ninth-level spell, and here's what it does: um, it uh, is going to give you a limited ability to see into the immediate future for the duration, which is eight hours. Uh, you can't be surprised. You have advantage on attack rolls, ability checks, and saving throws. In addition, other creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. For eight hours. Are you talking to me? You, you realize each time you guys do that, I think of other ways to try to just screw with you, right? And then we find a way to screw back. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So much good's about to happen. Right now. <laughs> this is so good. You're welcome. Come uh, at me. What could her knife on the spell so you can't? This is not strawberry with the laser rifle. <laughs> you can't hear you motherfuckers. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> it was the only thing I could think of. I really wish I had gotten a better sound of that when I was recording. Is it too low? Did I say it too low? Well, no, as soon as you said it, everybody was laughing, so I didn't catch it. And when I asked you again, it just didn't sound the same the second time because we were still laughing. <laughs> You guys just make preparations? Do you move anywhere else to take cover? Um, yeah, so if we have a prep round, um, I'm going to... Are these ruins or like... So these are stone platforms that would represent like the floors of a building or something? Okay, so like a foundation type thing. The walls, what's left of them, are uh, five feet tall. And this sort of stone ruin is what used to be some sort of a statue, and it's five feet tall as well. 
I will say, um, if we find a different place, the hand will, for the moment, do an interposing hand, which will have half cover behind it. Okay. What does that entail for me? Does my AC go up with that? Half cover, I believe it goes up by two. So I have Plus two AC. Yeah. Okay. Plus two AC, I think, disadvantage on attack. Right, but I'm just using that, and then it will attack that. Come <sighs> off the table. Half cover is plus two AC and dexterity saving throw. Uh, and to your dexterity saving throws. Okay. So that's, that's all it is, though. Alright, that's fine. Okay. I mean, look at how much damage it does on hit. <laughs> it's at the first level of it. Nice. And that is a lot of force damage. Yes. Alright. Do I have enough dice? I do. Oh, it's a bonus action. Um, so I'll cast the spell at him, and then as a bonus action, I will take on Starry Form. Um, and after I cast the spell, you you watch as uh, Millicent becomes partially incorporeal. Gosh. Partially incorporeal? Correct. Oh, wow. Okay. She's going to give me resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. I'm going to hide behind the uh, partial wall there. Okay. Yeah, 22. You still have those D4s. Oh, yeah. 25 stealth check. Jeez. Okay. Um, is your hand able to hide in any way, or is it just... It's, it's hiding me. It's not so much hiding me, it's just protecting me. It's just this so large it can't hide itself, there's just this hand there. Right? Yeah, I can like hide myself, and then the hand can... If I'm out in the open, the hand will give me half cover. Okay. Um, ridiculous. So. Sorry. When I took on starry form, um, she glows in dim light for a radius of 10 feet. Okay. Um, and then the stars on her cloak rearrange themselves into the form of a chalice, um, giving me the ability to heal people. Um, okay. As a bonus action. Gotcha. Dopey dope And that lasts for 10 minutes. All right. Um. We're not quite there yet, but I want to be prepared ahead of time. Go ahead. You also hear like a flum, flum, flum sound coming from the hand, almost like a force. Okay. Does the hand act on your turn? Okay. Um, so like I said, we're not quite there yet, but go ahead and roll initiative now. And then I will tell you once we're officially in initiative. Is that D4 apply to the initiative? No, I don't think so. 15. What color we get? 16. 16 and tied? Um, 22. 22. Jeez! Well, you're all going to go before the creatures are. Bet. So it'll be. Tied, Halloween, Millie, and the creatures. Um, Alright, how long was our prep? It was just one round for one round. Okay. Um, so you guys can give me, as you're hiding and you're waiting, you can give me a perception check. Uh, 18. 18. The D4 applies to that? Yep. Okay. Uh, 13. 13. 24. 24. Alright. So you guys all see it. 
as these things start to approach, you realize they are not coming in the exact same way you guys did. And realize. I gotta grab them. They come in from this side. These things are considered large. Now it's initiative. So, Tide, you're up first. What you doing? I can still cast like cantrips during a concentration spell, right? You can cast any spell during a concentration spell. Just not just can't have another concentration marker yeah. on it. So on the turn you cast the concentration spell, then then yeah. that's the spell you cast. Everything after that, as long as you can maintain the concentration, you can still cast any other spell simultaneously. And even if you don't maintain it, yes, you can still cast another spell. Um, I will cast Sanctuary on Millie. Uh, you ward a creature within range against attack until the spell ends. Any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or a harmful spell must first make a Wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Okay. The spell doesn't protect the warded creature from area effects such as an explosion or a fireball. If the warded creature makes an attack, casts a spell that affects an enemy, or deals damage to another creature, this spell ends. So, what are the disadvantages for me? You can't attack, cast a spell that affects an enemy, or deal damage, or the spell ends for a minute. But if these things are going to go before you... You guys all go before them. Alright, then I don't do that either. Okay, fine. I yeah. realize that that might not work. I can't attack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to keep me out of the fight, that's fine, but like... No, to be honest. Alright, well then... This is a building, right? Foundations. Just the foundation. Can I see over? Oh, yeah. yeah. And the walls are only five foot. These things are like Millie might have tall. Oh yeah, so she'll be able to see. Even Millie be able to see. Oh wow! As you see these large cannons on top of these things. Did I just screw you up? No, I need two more. Two more. Two more what? Sixes. Um, we're outside, right? So like, there's like walls and dilapidating things, but like otherwise, we're in the open area. Yes. Okay. Yes, you can tell that this was once a settlement, gotcha. but was destroyed. Okay. I need those two to make a dex saving throw. Dex saving throws? Yep. Alright, so for the brass colored one, that's a zero. For the green one, that's a four. I know everybody loves that sound, but when it's right next to your ear. <laughs> oh. So. Tide will turn to a page that Aloe would recognize. You see um, a small spark come up. She'll pick it up with her one finger, hold it out, and just go boom as a fireball goes off for 34 points of fire damage on both of them. Oh, 
Okay. And that's his third level. Okay. Um. Are they immune to fire? The fire blazes up, and you immediately hear simultaneous turbines start to spin as the fire gets absorbed in. The one that was severely damaged by him. Not so severely damaged anymore. Nope. How much damage did you say that was? 34. 34. Don't worry. It's it's about to go down. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we know now. I love that spell though. I've never had a character that knew Fireball. I had one character that could have learned it, but I had screwed a thing with the DM to only do lightning, thunder, and weather damage. Was that spells? Yeah. Uh, So I forewent Fireball. Which game was that? That was was the one where uh, my Raptorin became the BBEG. No, that was James's game. That was James's game. That was not mine. You were in it. Yeah, I was in it. I yeah, was. That was, Jake. That was I James. was really off with that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I almost killed the party twice, and then he made me EG. So like, <laughs> I mean, I created a creature literally the same size as you, cracks you across the jaw. Nothing. Huh? Excuse me. It was mean. It was mean. That was James's doing, not mine. Though. You partook in it. I blame you too. I sure did. <laughs> I loved every second. Of it. Back to play his uh, team, his Raptorian character. Yeah, I sure am. <laughs> Guess who the big bad is? <laughs> Me. Um, what did BBEG stand for? Big, big bad, bad end game. Okay. Or big yeah. bad evil, evil game. guy. Evil That's guy. Big bad end game. Okay. Um, okay, so that was Tide's turn. Yeah, she's gonna look to who goes next. Me. Yeah, she'll look and go. Well, sorry. We know better. Bollocks. I'll fix this. And it's Aloe's turn. So I draw my bow back. Wait, can I help first? Quickly. Um, wait, will you... Uh, I'm gonna use my bonus action, then hold my action. Okay. <laughs> so I use my bonus action, and the bow glows slightly. Hi. And the, yeah. the arrow that is magically made grows slightly bigger. Yeah. And it's about to do a thing. Um, and then uh, you feel the, the cold palm of her hand on your ankle yet again, and she casts haste. <laughs> okay, well, uh, this is the rest of the podcast, me rolling all the, all the attacks and damage. There's, the, there's just, the card if you need to so reference you know, it again. It's basically an extra attack for me, right? Uh, yeah, it's, gonna, it's, a, it's a weapon attack specifically, yeah. and then uh, you, your target speed is doubled, and you get a plus two to your AC. And have advantage on deck saving throws. Have I told you how much I have no issues with mid-maxing these guys to the nth degree against you? Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. Okay, so uh, the spell that I used for my bonus action, I'm now taking my action, by the way, Mm -hmm. um, was Volley. Uh, Or, I'm sorry, the bonus action was Hail of Thorns, uh, upcast to 4th level. So, uh, I, I roll my attack. Um... I'm gonna hit uh, a lot, so it's uh, <laughs> a lot. it's a 36 to hit, and um, because of my Hordebreaker feature, um, I get to make extra attacks. But okay, so here's what happens first: I'm hitting the guy that had the most damage, mm-hmm. the one that I had been shooting at, right? So I'm going to do 19 points of damage, all magical. Um, and then uh, both of them need to make a dexterity saving throw, DC 17. 
just a second here. To make what saving throw? Uh, a DC dexterity saving throw. Okay. What was the deck? What was the DC? Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, they both failed. Okay. Don't forget, you're rolling an advantage, right? Yep. Okay. So that's. 18. Wait, was this magic? Uh, volley is a spell. Yes, uh, but it's force damage. It's still considered a magical effect, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, the first one failed. Are they an advantage for it? Mm-hmm. And that's a 10 either way, so that's a fail. Okay. Uh, that's 33 points of force damage in addition to both of them. And with force my damage this other guy took. And with my Hordebreaker feature, I get to roll a second attack, not my second attack. I get to roll an extra attack because I, they are within five feet of each other. Nice. Also at advantage. I'm going to go ahead and take the negative five to that attack roll. Um, so that I can possibly add a flat 10 bonus to the damage. Okay. Okay, so that is... Uh, unnatural 20 to hit. An unnatural 20? Mm-hmm. So, uh, like dirty 20. 20. Oh. <laughs> it's like, I've heard natural 20. What the hell's an unnatural 20? Not a natural 20. <laughs> uh, to hit. So, oh, yeah. so a 20 to hit. Uh, so he's going to take uh, 7 plus 8 is 15 plus 10. 15 points of piercing. And I'm going to reroll that die with my feature. Hey, look, that maxed out the force damage. Hooray, huzzah. Uh, it's 6, so uh, 31 points of damage off that attack. To which one? Uh, the most damaged one again. 31 points? Yep. Uh, and I'm going to do my second attack. Uh, also taking the negative five. I should have done it on the first one. So, 27 to hit. <laughs> um, for uh, 58, 28 points of damage. Right. Haste attack. Mm -hmm. Negative five to hit. That's a natural 20. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> I get to roll an extra damage die on natural 20s because of my piercer feet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> ooh, and I re-rolled that with my piercer feet and got a max damage, eight. <laughs> so I'm just gonna double my damage. <laughs> um, so, okay, so. Okay, so there's 36 points in just uh, damage modifier damage. Um, plus uh, 24. So there's 60 points of piercing damage plus six points of force damage. So how much damage in total? 64. Oh, 66 points of damage. 66? Yep. All right, give me just a sec here. This one gets destroyed. And then I action surge. That fell apart. <laughs> of course you do. I mean, you know, like, why wouldn't I? Um, yeah, so action surge, take the negative five to attack. Uh, so that would be a nine plus 16, 26 to hit. That'll hit. 
Reroll that for, oh, much better damage. Uh, 14 and 19 points of damage for that attack. Second attack, negative five attack. Okay, so you said the first attack did 19? Yep. Okay. I'm just trying to write down the damages at this yeah, point. Yeah, you're fine. Um, dirty 20 to hit. Yep. I'm gonna re-roll that damage die. <laughs> Max damage again, what up? Uh, 16 and three is 19 points of damage on that one. So 19 and 19. Yep. And I'm going to move one, two, three, four, five, six, seven points. I'm out in the open right now. Okay. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, you pretty much pulled oh, off. Oh, I get to move how much more? My movement oh, speed is double. Your movement speed doubles, yeah. 15. 15. Okay. For half cover. Great. Because <laughs> I'm only like 5'9. So, five foot wall is more than half cover. <laughs> Alright, so that's Aloe's turn. Good it's Millie's turn. Good freaking grief. Uh, well, I already used an action. Because um, remember, like. Right. Right, so um, as a bonus action, uh, the stars uh, on her robe shift from the image of a chalice to an image of an archer. Did you say a bonus action? Probably. And that's <laughs> my turn. Okay. It's its turn. After it watches its companion get shredded to ribbons. Ah, but the machine, so the concept of emotion ceases to function. So this thing moves in the direction that the attacks were coming from, to right to here. Looks down over the wall and sees Aloe. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Aloe. I hope. I dare. What Aloe sees is one of the two barrels does a 360 rotation, and from the back of it, here's. I need a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, I am really good at those. Happy, happy day. Don't forget you get advantage on those as well. Yep. Do I get to add the d4 to that one too? Yes. Okay, so that's a 16 plus 3, 19. 19. That's a fail. Okay. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, 14 plus 3, 17 plus 4, 21. 21, still a fail. Dang. Um, you barely missed it. Though. Okay. Well, you won't. What? As the feral turns and <laughs> reaction down, um, him and Tide realizes that he's not going to make it, you will hear, um, it's almost deafening, the sound of clocks ticking. Mm -hmm. If you turn back and look at her, you'll see Tide, she's like visibly shaking, holding, and she's like, not like this. Um, he will succeed. <laughs> Just I succeed. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Love it. Convergent future. When you or a creature you can see within nice. 60 feet of you makes an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw, you can use a reaction to ignore the dice roll and decide whether the number rolled is the minimum needed to succeed or one less than that number. My choice. Right, when I you hate use... to break this to you. Oh. 
I am 65 feet away. <laughs> I didn't have to do a damn thing. Nope, because I, I moved up to hide behind the wall. I, you know, He's not going to cheat. I you know. appreciate that. Oh, by the way, um, your natural 20 from earlier, take an inspiration for that. Sweet. Oh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and use that. Okay. For my saving throw. Sure. <laughs> What'd you get? A natural 20. <laughs> I kid you not. So that makes it a uh, a 27 Great. save. Okay, so you'll pass <laughs> as these weird... Do I get another inspiration for rolling a natural 20? <laughs> no. How many, more, like how many more dice can we give Dugan to roll on this turn? <laughs> All the dice. So, um, similar to like a watery mist spraying, Mm. That cannon sprays something down. It doesn't affect you. Bad. And then the cannon raises back up. The second cannon does a rotation 360 degrees in the back of it goes. Everybody back here needs to give me a deck saving throw. Uh, That D4, that's still a five, right? Okay. Yep, that's still five feet. Okay. I have class features for this, and then I, I succeeded, and I didn't get a use for this. <laughs> What'd you get? 19. 19. That's a fail. What'd your hand get? It has stats, so I have to make save. Uh, it'll fail. Okay. What did you do? It's used as a dex saving throw? Yes. Um, okay, so... Wait, hang on. Red con and say I'm doing 14. it for myself. My convergent future. We'll say I'm doing it on myself. Okay. Since he pretty much said you're five feet out of range. So it's allowing you to pass instead of fail? Right. Okay. That's the sound of clocks. Um, okay. Millie's next to me, right? Um, I'm back there, so yeah. Uh, your necklace? Mm hmm. Um, you'll almost hear a voice uh, saying, um, May the tides of time turn against your favor as you see a clock form around her as she succeeds on her deck save. Okay. You can do that for multiple people. For myself, because it was nullified, because he spoke up before I got to finish. Right, right, I got that part. I'm saying, when you use it, does it affect multiple targets, or just, just you? So how does it... Well, it can affect one person of my choosing, and I'm using it on myself. Okay, so if you're using it on yourself, how does she automate She's hearing something from this. From this. So it doesn't affect me. I know that's not what I heard me. from no, her necklace. Yeah. Since so I'm standing next to her. So she doesn't? No. She doesn't. She's not being affected by the spell. She's hearing an effect that's happening while it is taking into effect. Okay. So does she still need to roll her saving throw? Yeah. Yeah, for you. Okay. I thought you said yes. she passes. No, I got what I passed. Okay. Sorry. So what'd you roll? Uh, shit, I just calculated it up. 14. 14? Okay. So that's a fail. So you're gonna take the full brunt of the. I'll pass it to her. I realize, like, I forgot. <laughs> oh, come on. That she no, is... okay. you can't, no, you can't do that. Yeah, come on. You've already Sorry. made the choice. <laughs> <He's> already, <laughs> he's already, he's already... 
Okay, so you'll take the full force of it. Okay. You'll take half damage. Um, you will need to make a concentration check because you're taking damage to keep your hand active. Okay. And you guys are lucky because I rolled really, really low. What's the con save you need to make to um, I think it's concentration checks. I think they're... I know it's in relationship to how much damage you take, but I can't remember exactly what it is. Are you looking it up? I am. Okay. okay. 10, 3, 6, 9. Alright, so it'll be 20 points of fire damage that explodes out. 20? Yeah. <clears throat> it fired a non-magical version of a fireball at you. Ouch. <laughs> And it will be Tide's turn again. What's the damage that we take from it? 20 points because she okay. failed, 10 because you forced a... So you said that was a non-magical fireball. Right. Okay. I got a 13 on my concentration check. I'm having a problem finding... What did I say I rolled? I said I, said, I, said I rolled a 14. I forgot I have advantage on that check. Would a 24 have saved? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I went to count. So half damage. Okay. Nice. <laughs> you have advantages on... I have, um, as as a mouse can, I have an ability called Scurry, which gives me advantage on deck saves against magic to avoid traps or similar area of effect attacks. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry, it took me a second to find it on my sheet. I knew it was there. <laughs> I just couldn't remember where it was. So much paper. So yes. much stuff. Yes. I think I maintain it. Um, what was the, yeah, because I have a concentration spell left too. What was the, what's it say? I'm still trying to find okay. it. Because I feel like he said something a while back where it was like 10. DC is equal to 10 or half the damage you take, whichever is greater. 10 or half the damage I take, but I took 10. So, 5. No, whichever is greater. Oh, Does the so D4 apply to the... It's a constitution well? saving throw, yeah. D yeah, because um, it's a saving throw, right? Yeah. DC 10 or half the damage. Well, that's a... 17, 18, 19. So, so yeah, you pass yeah, it. Yeah, I pass it. <laughs> so, haste is... Yeah, so you good. pass it. Yeah, so my hand is still... Alright, and it is Tide's turn. It took way too long to find. <laughs> I looked it up right off the bat and found it. Yeah, I was like, why are you showing me all of this? I don't want that. Okay. Alright, well. It's still way back there, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it moved up because it knew. Cause hey, buddy. You didn't actively try to hide, did you? Nope. Yeah. I, took, I took the whole half cover thing. So between half cover adding two to my AC, haste adding two to my AC, <laughs> I'm rocking a pretty solid AC right now. <laughs> yeah. But then it ended up being a saving throw. A natural 20 got it. Oh, um, sorry. At the end of its turn, you see some little orb thing shoot off the back of it and go flying off back this way towards me. Yay. Did it leave my threat range? <laughs> I mean, technically, yes and no. Opportunity attack? 
Um, he's on the ground within five feet. That's melee range. True, but he also has very poor view of the thing because I'll this take, is in the way. I, I have double advantage. I'll take I'll take disadvantage on it. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll roll a <laughs> percentile die. Give me evens or odds. Oh, bollocks. It's because that's a very odd situation. Yep, gotcha. If I see it, I'm shooting at it. Is my thing. What um, would you say? Evens or odds? Evens. 38. You see it. Barely, but you see it. I'd like to shoot at it. Yeah. Okay. Um, As an straight roll. Thing. Yes. Yeah. No advantages and stuff. Right. Okay. What'd you roll? Total four. <laughs> well, okay, actually. Oh. <laughs> uh, plus roll? my 16. I rolled a three, plus one from the D4, plus 16, so 20. 20. I rolled a three and it's a twenty. You hit it. I love this. This is fantastic. Oh, oh, that's a D ten, not a D eight. I can't use that roll. It would have been a ten. I was like, oh, cool, a ten on a D eight. Wait a minute. Uh, so that's gonna be fifteen points of damage. Fifteen. So you hit it. Ka-ching! Yeah. Screw that guy. You still see it flying, but now right, it's, it's like all way yep, wonky it's and way off, off course. It. I'll take it. 10, 20 hit points. <laughs> Damn close. <laughs> Alex. Uh, what's Tide doing? Well, I'm about to buy you guys so much time to get in better positions. Well, the thing is that the hand has to be within five feet to do any major damage. <laughs> and currently, you are its main target. So. I'm about to do something that'll help you guys out. Boy. Positioning and stuff will be way easier. Um, so. I guess I'm gonna fly and the hand's going with me. Um. <laughs> so you said you dashed? I dashed. Okay. That's it. That's all you do? Alright. I don't um, think I have anything else I can do. Aloe, your turn. Yeah. Yeah, I have an idea. Here. You already action surge, so no, you don't get your Gatling gun attack. <laughs> uh, no. I'm still hasted. Yep, I am. So uh, I'm going to... You are You are already within five feet of it. Oh, okay. Um, That's something I was checking earlier. Would, would, uh, would I be able to... Uh, Scramble up onto him. You can try. I would like to try. Advantage on skill checks. Sure do. <laughs> okay. Um, acrobatics or athletics, your choice. I will take the acrobatics. Strangely enough, I don't have proficiency in either. Uh, but the dex-based one is way better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take acrobatics on that. And I do not get advantage on that. Oh wait, I have advantage on all my stuff, right? Sure do. Plus a D4. Yeah, that advantage just applies. Holy no crap, that's awesome. Uh, so, 22. 22. You climb up it, and as you do, you take 10 points of shock damage. Ouch. 10 points of shock damage. Okay. It, that's not considered an attack. Is that 
accurate, or is that like a reaction? It's it's important for one of my features, two of my features actually. It's an automatic thing that happens because you're in physical contact with it. Okay, fair enough. Sort of like how if somebody's getting off an aura and you're within five feet, it affects you. Gotcha. Think like that furnace effect that uh, mm -hmm. Enoch and. Yep, just a contact problem. Yep. All right, cool. Uh, so uh, I'm going to um, draw my two uh, short swords. Uh oh, the ones that you got. I don't have the stats on the the pincer short swords. I don't. I, I don't think I ever got. I told the you stats they're exactly them. like scimitars. Oh, they're that scimitars. Are flame tongue, but do shock instead of fire. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna pull those out. And they both activate together. Right. I'm gonna pull those out and use both of my attack actions. Do you remember the word I gave you to activate them? <laughs> I do not. I uh, know. <laughs> Unfortunately for you, neither do I. <laughs> I remember it started with a B. Bazinga. No. <laughs> Bazinga. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, Balamut. That's what it was. Balamut. And... <laughs> shot. I just wanted to mess with you there for a second. <laughs> okay, so... I am adding a crazy amount to hit with those, which is super fun. Because they're dex-based weapons, plus 11. Uh, 23, 25 to hit. With the first one? Uh-huh. Yep. All right, and scimitar's a d6. Yep. Okay. The um, difference is short swords piercing, scimitar's slashing. slashing. Um, so it's going to be uh, 11 points uh, slashing. And what was the electricity die on that? Is it... I believe it's 2d6. 2d6. I think that's what a flame tongue weapon yep. Yep. does. Okay. Uh, plus, oh, two sixes on that. Give, so me the, give me the slashing damage again. Sure. Uh, that's 10 points slashing. 10 slashing. Okay. 12 electric. 12 electric. 12 lightning damage. The shock damage seems to do way more than you thought it would. Yeah, boy. Uh, second attack. Okay. 14 plus 11, 25, 27 to hit. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's going to be 6 points slashing and 8 points lightning. Again, does this does way more than you thought it would. Haste attack. Hold, hold on, let me get... Well, go ahead and roll, but let me yep. get this added up real quick. Slashing, nine points lightning. Okay. <laughs> uh, fog cloud centered ten feet of uh, yeah, ten feet above me, which means it'll only cover up half of his body down to his sensors and where the cannons are. So his legs are still totally visible, but all of its gun stuff covered by heavily obscured cloud. That's my bonus action. Well, it's not going to matter. Oh, well then I'm going to take that spell slot back if it's dead. Um, I do need deck saving throws from the two of you, though. 
it's not the best, but... Oh, actually, <laughs> it's not bad at all. So to clarify, the reason why this didn't happen the first time with the other one, you guys weren't anywhere near it. Gotcha. What'd you roll? Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh no. That no, is no, a no, fail. No. Uh, dirty twenty. Oh. Dirty plus a d4. Dirty twenty-one. <laughs> twenty-one. It can drink. That's what you roll. Yes. Okay. That's still a fail. Okay. <laughs> Almost passed it. Does this thing explode? <clears throat> Not considered an attack? No, it's just a reaction. When it dies, it explodes. Okay. If you're asking attack like roll to hit attack, no. Well, so I guess it's a DM rule then. Um, so I have superior hunter's defense, and I took uncanny dodge for that defensive feature. And the verbiage says when an attacker that you see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack's damage say no because it didn't target you this was a reaction and i'm literally standing on it as it explodes yeah <laughs> dodge that you filthy yeah. asshole well and technically it's dead when this happens right so it's not right. attacking it's, you as an active choice it's, it's more like a trap that triggered mm -hmm. yeah that's that's better way of thinking of it 16 18 points fire is it just so nice and um dang you're i told you this thing was 12 feet nice. tall so, Dugan, your character's also going to take three points of falling damage. No acrobatics check on that one? Even a disadvantage? Could I try to catch him? Um, with my hand? Is that a reaction that your hand can do? Possibly, if my computer would load that. <laughs> it, did, it did blank out. And, <laughs> oh, look, updates. Or a, or a saving throw, because he has advantage on saving throws, right? Oh, geez, you guys are... Nitpicking it every tiny little detail. I asked if I could do a thing and had a proposed role with conditions. Everyone knows things get crunchier the higher up you go in level. Okay. <laughs> you can say Would that last three points of fall damage kill your character? Not even close. Then no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then no. Okay. If it was going to kill your character, I might consider it then. But for, for thematic purposes, yeah. I think. <laughs> Has anybody joined us over yet? Nope. I've been watching. I'm seeing comments. Oh, maybe. We don't have any viewers currently, though. Uh, Cody's saying, how's it going? And James Earl Rosenbaum yep. was watching. <laughs> how's it going, James Earl? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't expect it to be a big, huge deal because it was sort of last minute. It's also uh, a Tuesday night. True. Nothing wrong with a Tuesday night. No, I'm just saying. It's Tuesday night. Uh, some people huh. work late and stuff. Yeah, so. huh. I was kind of half tempted to think that one of the guys from Critical Crafting might be watching. Oh, well. You never know. They might watch the replay. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, that's totally cool. Uh, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Okay. Um, so, yeah, this thing explodes. Aloe has fallen and hit the ground. <laughs> You are considered not thrown after that happens. Uh, what do you guys do? You hear from behind you, Oh no! And Billy starts running. The hand is still good. Yeah, the hand will disappear as it just gets put back into uh, Tide's book. What was that command word again? I'm writing Element. it down. 
B-A-L-A-M-U-T. takes her about 30 seconds to get to get up to you guys and uh, since Dugan's character is currently not prone uh, you'll, you'll feel a cold palm on your ankle God. <laughs> and then she offers you uh, 10 berries very familiar with Goodberry, I yep. gobble them down. Would you like some? Me? Mm-hmm. If you have some to spare, I suppose that would be... Oh, of course! And she juts her hand out and touches some part of you, and then with her other hand offers you tempers. So yep, and then you heal uh, one hit point if consumed. Well, you should eat all of them, she says. Mm-hmm. Tide will eat them like one by one. Thank you. So oh, I'm very uncouth. I'm a wood elf. I'm, I'm not right the picky of the eye. No. Oddly enough, the spell says it takes an action to eat one berry. Which is insane. <laughs> Which I think it's is weird. How big are these berries? Is it like an avocado? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Like, I'm thinking blueberries or even yeah, I, like raspberries. Yeah, I mean, I suppose I, mean, I wouldn't stuff ten strawberries. I mean, but, I, mean I could if te- I really wanted technically to, Technically, a right? tomato is a berry. Well, and true. you get a big heirloom tomato. That's true. You're, you're not... Yeah, it's six seconds to eat a tomato. Okay, but in this back, instance, like, it minimum. says they appear in my hand, and Millie's hand is tiny. Yeah, up to ten of them, yeah. <laughs> Yours are more like grapes. <laughs> so so that, well, either that or they appear as normal, and then they roll out of her hand. When Maybe. I'm sorry. Yeah. Either way. Oh, I get a heal 10 HP. Yeah, so that's 10 HP for both of you. Go ahead and keep going with it. What happened? It, 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 it exploded. It was very loud. Yes, uh, apparently lightning damage. It's, it's very, very effective against these particular constructs. And um, <coughs> Excuse me, I, I think I might have inhaled part of it. <laughs> um, they have a, a self-defense mechanism. When they're destroyed, they try to destroy everything around it. Oh, that is certainly something that we should keep in mind. Um, I would hate for this to happen again. Uh, me as well. It's quite poor form to design something like that. Lowbrow, if you will. Hmm. And you see her, like, shrug her eyebrows up and down a little bit? No really sure what a low brow has to do with it, but perhaps we should speak to the sand sailors again, and um, we we can we can get their advice on how to continue. I can understand why they don't like fighting these things. But I stand up and brush myself off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they put holes in my favorite tunic. 
cannot help you with that, my friend. Bastardi-eyed. Oh yeah, you're speaking Welsh, aren't you? He said it, Sylvan. <laughs> sure. Elvin. Pick Elvin. We'll go with Elvin. Uh, so, to our listeners and anybody that may or may not be watching, uh, Dugan likes to speak in Welsh for an Elvish accent of his character, and it drove everybody crazy, because <laughs> we don't actually know what the hell he's saying. <laughs> um, I did want to take a moment and opportunity to say that if you guys do decide you want to consider giving us stars, you can do it down at the bottom of the screen. Um, simultaneously, if you really like to support the podcast, we have these notebooks on sale on Amazon. You just have to search the LARP channel. They're a lot cheaper than your standard notebook and still have the uh, very nice appearance and feel of an actual leather tome, as well as several custom pages on the inside. We would absolutely appreciate any support. And back to the game. <laughs> what, what, what were we doing again? Before, before these, these, these creatures? looking for oh yes he was missing and then uh she like looks around well he's not here well perhaps we keep looking Uh, how far did you travel before you realized he was no longer with you uh it's a bit embarrassing it's about three and a half days oh my that's rather neglectful. Well, you see, we were on a, a, a giant elk, and it ran 24 hours. And it just um, must have fallen off at night while meditating. How we didn't hear his armor clanking on the ground is beyond me, but perhaps I was meditating and she was sleeping. Three or four I'd ask the elk, days. but it, it disintegrated. Well, is he worth going back for if you didn't need him for three or four days? We were on our way to Cedriel, and he's the point of contact for Cedriel, asked us to accompany him after seeing what we saw down in the in the Undercity when we reactivated our shields, and, well, uh, he was, was going to be our intermediary with him, and I, he's, you, you knew him, right? You know, Cedriel is sim- oh, yes. cylindrical. Yes, yes. Uh, well, I, I knew him uh, by an acquaintance. Right, so this Adventurer's Guild might be able to help us in our, uh, my city. And yes, my... okay. We, we were just supposed to update the old man. Apparently he knows more about what's going on than we do. And I, I feel uh, less than good about having having lost him for three days. I, I feel I might owe him for the help that he gave us against the the giants. Well, did you perhaps establish a meet, uh, a meet-up point if you were to, to get lost? Not exactly. Mm, and and by not exactly, not at all. <laughs> he was a man of few words and, and one more of action than planning, and I... I am of the same ilk. Ah, well, perhaps, perhaps I will be able to teach you to have more foresight in the future. Oh, mm. perhaps. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> oh, uh, well then, um, I, I guess we we keep looking. And she looks between the two of you. I believe we need to let the sand sailors know that these things are no longer going to bother them. That might be a good first option. Alright, so if you guys want to try to figure out where the sand sailors took refuge, um, investigation checks. I get advantage on that. Also, your D4 is gone now. Okay. Darn, I was about to go roll it. <laughs> 19. Trek. Where they went. 17. 17. 14. 14. Alright, so that is enough. Let's take these off in just a second. My screen is much bigger than Is your hand gone, guys? I dismissed it. Okay. Um, so as you guys continue to look, you make your way through the other half of what was left of the desolate town, and you notice this square right here seems to have been lifted and is dark, like a hole, or like a uh, self-made hidden manhole that used to exist but doesn't anymore. And what few foot tracks there were lead to that spot. It appears they're hiding underground, much like we were doing. And the Fomorians attacked. I cannot say that I blame them. Nor I. If you're, you're kind. They like holes and burrows. Mm -hmm. It's not sensitive to ask that, right? No. No. Would you mind terribly, then, going into the hole? Oh, I have a little bit of reconnaissance. <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll, we'll be right up here. Yell, yell down should you need us. <laughs> oh dear. How heavy are you? Uh, like, pound. <laughs> Weighs nothing. Which is insane. Like, if you look at Mouse and then read, like, the rules for carrying capacity on strength, you have a Mouse with a uh, weight of, like, or a strength of 15 that can carry something like 400 times their body weight. No problem. Which uh, is insane. <laughs> if you want, Mage Hand could carry you down the steps. <laughs> nah. She'll, she'll, uh, you will, you will see, um, when she gets up closer to the hole, uh, first of all, she stops for a second, um, and I'm gonna cast Guidance on myself just to give me a d4 to my, um, my roll here, because I'm gonna stealth. Um, and then she proceeds to get down on all fours. Um, guidance stack. Sport, sport mode engaged. I don't think so, no. Most. Well, I don't know. I don't know that 5th edition stipulates types of bonuses that can stack. My understanding was if multiple different sources are providing benefits, then they do stack, but you can't recast the same spell on yourself over and over again and make a stack. Like, right. the old one would yeah. go away, the new one would take the Right, because guidance is concentration, so I could cast it on myself, but then if I cast it again, it just, it would delete the old one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay, well, in that case, he's going to make that ruling, and then you could if you wanted to. Yeah, it'll just be one kind, because it is touch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are you doing? Um, she'll, like, tentatively reach out and, like, scritch by an ear and cast guidance. Okay, so D4. Casting guidance on myself. And then I'm gonna roll a stealth check. Okay. As I head into the hole. So, 15, 
28. So you stealth down and you see a ladder that comes down and turns into a set of wooden stairs. Mm -hmm. Comes down 15 feet, turns into a set of wooden stairs that comes at an angle and brings you 15, or not 15, I'm sorry, 25 feet to right here. And inside, you can you see in darkness? see in darkness you see all the nomads sitting there some of them are just kind of relaxing and resting some of them are eating a little bit of a snack one or two of them is um, folding up cloth rags and stuff basically basic shelter stuff to make sure everybody's still well taken care of okay and one of them well you're hidden so none of them notice that you're there <laughs> okay um so they're just basically just hanging out eating mm -hmm. like um, nobody's packing or like there's no weapons out or anything like that. They right. pretty much just look like they're, yeah. They were completely in hiding because they knew those drones were on the way, they knew you guys were fighting, and there's not enough sound travel to get down to that point for them to just know, oh, hey, they must have killed those things, let's go back up. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, she was sent down to check it out, so she'll just scurry right back up. Um, to the top of the stairs and be like, well, um, they're all there, I think. I didn't count, um, but they look safe and they're just relaxing and eating and well, I think just waiting out the combat. Should we tell them that uh, it's safe? Uh, yes, I believe so. There's, uh, there's nothing out here. And if there is, I'll be able to shoot it before they come up. <laughs> okay. And uh, she'll scurry back down uh, to the same spot that she was and then in a as loud of a voice as well, maybe not as loud, but in a louder voice, because her voice is naturally on the quiet side, she's like, it's safe, you can come back now. Y'all look up, oh, what? Oh. We, uh, kill, we killed the, the metal contraptions. Okay. And then she'll just turn around and go, <laughs> go back up. Uh, all right. So you make your way back up here to them. Um, this is where it comes down to, did you want to continue to travel with them? Or did you want to go your own way and send them on their way? Um, Millie, I, I don't know at this point, like, because we're just kind of looking for our other party member, right? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. What do you guys want to do? Millie and character is not really married to either option. We can cover more ground if we travel with the Sand Sailors. And I suppose... He might be able to find his way back. Hey, this is Kent, your Dungeon Master. Do you make stuff for 5e tabletop role-playing games? Maybe it's content like a new monster, an item, new spell even. Or possibly you make other stuff for 5e games. Miniatures, maps, whatever. Our podcast is opening up sponsorships for your business, and we want to help you advertise what you have and give it a first-hand experience by players for players. So contact us on our Facebook page at the LARP channel or email us directly 
dragonbornwarlock at gmail.com and let us help you. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.